This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mmm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 216 of the Stacey West podcast. I am Ben and I'm joined this week by Chris. How are you doing? Hello, very well, thank you. How are you? I am good. Uh, no football, but you know, we can we can struggle on. And I'm also joined by Charlie. Are you well, my good man? I'm all good. Um, you've kind of hit the nail on the head. I'm just bored. There's no football. Yeah. I need it back. <laughs> Saturdays. We, we have this discussion every year, but Saturdays suddenly take on a very different feel when you've not got anything at stake. It's kind of like you sit there, you go, oh. I've started oh. forgot, forgetting which day of the week it is because my whole calendar <laughs> was literally oh. just football. <laughs> you know oh, when it's that. Tuesday, you know when it's Saturday, exactly. that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, obviously... Not a huge amount going on at the minute. I think the transfer window officially opens next week. Um, but we've sort of got a few bits that we've uh, looked at and said, well, we'll get a podcast out this week because it's, you know, it'd be good to get, to, uh, as Chris just said off air, you could be starting to get back into the swing of things after a little bit of a break. But um, yeah, as I said, not, not too much official uh, coming from the club at the moment in terms of on-pitch stuff, at least. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'd, uh, what have we been up to in our little breaks, uh, Chris? What I mean, we all know what Chris has been up to because a, a little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, we, we have, like, a display names on, on the recording thing. Chris's, uh, Chris's username at the moment is Jock Mitchell Memorial Trophy Champion. So... Uh, you know, he's he's not letting anybody forget that he won his first cup final at Central Bank. So. <laughs> yeah, it was that was. I've realised now you put that on the air it makes you sound a bit cocky and big headed. Um, <laughs> it's all right. We know it's a joke. It was only a joke for you guys. It was an in joke. But um, yeah, obviously that happened. Uh, that was brilliant. I know I, I plugged it a lot um, on here um, towards the end of the season. So just just thank you for everyone that did turn up, um, and thank you for it's all the. Pretty decent crowd, to be fair. It, yeah, there know. was. Um, it, it really felt like a proper big game of football. So yeah, it, it really added to it. So thank you for everyone that came. Thank you for all the well wishes and the congratulations. It was completely, like, genuinely overwhelming and and really touching. So so thank you everybody that that made the an effort to get in touch. Um, aside from that, we have we've had our presentation nights. So as much as like Lincoln City football hasn't finished, like my my 
my life has still been full of football until literally this um, a week ago. So last last Friday night was our presentation night. So I'm actually quite enjoying a week or two now of just switching off away from it. It'll be probably this time next week I'll be missing it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get back into it. But yeah, so it, it turns of what have I been up to that's not football related? Uh, nothing, because it's still been football related. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, Charlie, I know you, you sort of, it, uh, you know, you, you've apologised in advance to say that it might be a little bit fragile today. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just been exams for me um, for the last three weeks straight. I've just, I've hardly left my room. It's just been pure revision. But finished at the start of this week. So yeah, last night. Last night I may or may not have gone out and enjoyed myself a little bit. So well, I think you're allowed to go enjoy yourself after yeah. you uh, after you finish your exams, mate. Hundred yeah, percent. Bit of a slow day today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm 37 now. I wouldn't get out of my bed. That's that's basically how oh, it goes. Same. I cannot deal with it anymore. I, I like I like a night out. Um, as Jack Mull Hall will know, uh, I bumped into him a few weeks ago in the karaoke bar of all places, and uh, yeah, we. We were having a lovely chat with each other and realised the day after, wow, I was really, really drunk when I spoke to you, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice. Um, but yeah, just can't deal with it the next day. It's impossible. Like it's, The next day is a complete write-off. So the fact that you look human and you're here, mate, is, a, is, is commendable. But you wait it's, a few years. It's a lot of makeup. It's a lot of makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it is when you get to like, it's when the hangovers start lasting for multiple days that that's when things really start. I mean, I, I was... I was done after Gary Stagdu for like three days. Oh, same. <laughs> Many because I didn't sleep. <laughs> Joke. Why, why didn't you sleep, Chris? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to do oh, that. Dear. But no, um, I'm looking to get that sorted next week. Oh, hey. oh uh, ev- anyway. everyone, everyone can celebrate. Fantastic, yeah. especially Rachel, special. Um, so, um, but yeah, let's let's jump into a bit of city news. Um, I mean, I I have literally been up to nothing, so that's. That's my that's my input. Um, but yeah, uh, Lincoln News. Uh, the first bit of news really is about Jay Ben. Um, he has sort of seemingly confirmed that he's on his way back to Lincoln. Um, obviously, you know he's he's out in League of Ireland at the moment, um, and we would expect to maybe see uh, the likes of uh, you know Freddie Draper and Ali Trahui stay at Drahida for a little bit longer. Or Drogada, 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 yeah. Drogada. You don't pronounce the G, unless right. it's a nickname because okay. they're drugs. Right. Yes. Um, Just to so complicate any, things, you know. Yeah. It, it, I, so the thing is, I listened to that. Uh, I listened back to the uh, the interview and stuff that we did, and obviously we recorded it before I'd heard that interview. So when I was saying Drogada or Drogada or whatever it was, it's was like we'll find out how to pronounce it. And then at the end of it, I've still butchered it because I've I not know. heard how to properly pronounce it. I know, I, I heard that bit. Myself. I thought of that myself <laughs> and chuckled, I've got to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, obviously, you know, those two are over there. Um, I think we're probably expecting them to maybe stay for a little bit longer because they seem to be absolutely smashing it out there at the minute. I don't um, know. I don't know. I think... No? Well, from a Lincoln City perspective, from, from a, Dr- a Drahada perspective... Obviously, you're going to want to keep them. You know, if we was in their shoes, we'd do everything we can to keep them for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, from a player's perspective, it, it's, it's difficult to know, isn't it? Because they're absolutely smashing it there. So, do they think well, I'd love to see out the season there, or are you thinking, you know what, let's 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 take this momentum into pre-season at, at Lincoln, and we could stake a claim for a first-team spot? And it was interesting last year, obviously, because I think there's a lot of similarities between 
the impact that those two have had and the impact that Rowan had last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went away and absolutely smashed it, got rave reviews and um, came back and, you know, was, was part of the first team squad for the whole season. And yeah, I, I'm thinking that might happen again. Um, mm-hmm. so, certainly with certainly with Draper, um, you know, we, 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 everyone's saying that we're desperate for a straight centre forward to come and play um, and challenge Ben House um, or to be able to play as a two. And we've potentially got one on the books already. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, but those two are smashing it. But you mentioned Jay Ben. Um, it would appear that he is on his way home. Um, mm-hmm. He's had a bit of a stop-start um, experience over in Ireland, hasn't he? Mainly due to injuries, and then yeah. struggled to get back into the side once the season had started. So it looks like he's coming back here for pre-season. Um, I fully expect to see him go out on loan again, maybe to a national league side. I don't know about you. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's. Um, I, I think it's probably a. Uh, more or less a dead sir. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's going to immediately drop into the first team. Um, you know, at least not displace anybody that's currently there. Um, so it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting one because, I mean, obviously the discussion is to be had about do we need, do we still need that right wing back? Or, you know, do we still need to to, to go out into the market and get one with the conversations that we had at the end of the season surrounding like Lars Sorensen, for example. But then obviously we've got Elitra Hui as well, who is seemingly a natural fit in that position too. So yeah, it's going to be a, it's, it, it feels like he's going to be out again. Um, I mean, Charlie, what, what, I, I sort of disagree. It kind of, it's weird because it all depends on the transfer window. Mm-hmm. and what moves we make in the transfer window. It's like with Freddie Draper. Yes, he might be able to come in and challenge Ben House if we do still just play the sort of 5-2-3 or whatever, or if we want to put him next to Ben House. I think if Ben House goes, we almost definitely want Freddie Draper in mm-hmm. because it's at least it's sort of a safety-guaranteed player rather than having to rely on getting somebody in new. Um, and with Jay Ben at the minute, all we've got really for right wing back is Lars Sorensen. TJ, I think I, I prefer him at left right centre back, but he is a capable yeah, that, right wing back. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, but would you not prefer, prefer to have J Ben in and around the squad as an option if you know rather than send him back out? Or I think that could be where you'd have I don't know something like a you know he goes out on loan, but then there's there's a recall option that's yeah. you know, quite quick to say, you know, well, if he's gone to a National League side or a National League North side, we can recall him at a, you know, a hair trigger essentially and say, look, if we, if Lass gets injured or if whoever comes in to be in that position gets injured, we can recall him as, as cover. I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting one. Um, I'm not sure but I'd... to do that. I don't know. I'm not 100% on the rules. I know it's different for goalkeepers. We've, we've, we've recalled Sam Long from his loan. In the National League, mm. outside of a transfer window. But I'm not of course, yeah, it's sure. only January, isn't it? If yeah, it I think, do. yeah that's I think if it was point. the other way around, it was yeah. fine because there isn't there isn't a, there isn't a, um, a transfer mm. window in the National League. But because he's our player, yeah, I, I believe that we would would have to do it still inside our own transfer window. Okay, can't um, you do one month loans though? I don't know, mate. Because if I'm not, with, if I'm not, with <laughs> the, you don't really see them anymore. They used to be, yeah, they used, they used to, be, to be a big L- thing, didn't they? Big teams always used to have, always used to have a random, a random striker on loan, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. That was, I was just thinking when you said one month loan, I thought, bloody hell, that is a blast from the past. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, they are, they are still a thing because I, I know Ellis Chapman was on one last season, 
um, okay. from Cheltenham to Oldham. It was originally a one month. I think it then went on for the rest of the season. Right. It started okay. off as just a one month loan because I remember seeing it myself and being shocked that that was a thing still. <laughs> that, that option that's very, very, yeah. very rarely used in Football Manager has been used in uh, <laughs> in real life. Um, so yeah, I mean, I. I, I I, I would expect to probably see Jay Ben go out again. Um, but, you know, it, we haven't really seen much of him, let's be fair. I think he played once against Barnsley, I think, didn't he, in a, in a Lincoln shirt. Um, and uh, if I remember, excuse me, if I remember rightly, I think he he, he impressed in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm he, reading... He, he, he was really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading through Gaz's piece at the minute, and he's obviously said there about, you know, the... Um, <laughs> he essentially got James Norwood sent off, but uh, <laughs> you know it was. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see because I'd imagine he's going to come back and, and train with the squad and everything. Mark's going to uh, Mark Kennedy's going to assess him and say, like, you know, whereabouts does he sit at the minute and and how is he going to be? But I I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out again um, on loan. But obviously, you know, the guys out in. Uh, it, well, uh, Alicia and Freddie are, are currently doing extremely well. Um, you know, we had your, your, your chat a couple of weeks ago, Charlie, with uh, with was it David? David, yep, yep. Um, and he sort of gave us a good insight. And I know Radio Lincolnshire have got something this week with Freddie as well. So it's um, yeah, it sounds like he's he's coming on quite well because we spoke beforehand and said he seems to need to be scoring more goals. And since we said that, I think he's scored. Like at least one in every two. He's scored five goals in his last four games. Well, there we go. I was gonna <laughs> one so in every I, two is, is conservative, isn't it? The injuries helped him. You know, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I was looking for something earlier, and and I, I I I swear I didn't make this up, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I think when he'd only scored one goal for them, because he he had he scored one in like the first six or seven games, and he had the highest expected goals yep. per, out of the whole league, but was just not finishing them off. And then obviously, what's happened now is. As often happens I saw, I saw the same. I saw the same graph on Twitter. Oh, good. I wasn't yeah, making it up. Yeah, then. no, no, you're not um, making it up. Okay. And then what's happened, as it often does with XG, is things will even out because you know if it averages out because you can't keep missing those sort of things. And you know, mm. as soon as it, and as we've all seen, just from you know, taking stats away from it, from just from centre forwards psychologically, as soon as they hit the net once, yeah, then then they then down. they start to tumble in, don't they? So. Yeah, he's he's on great form. So yeah, again, it's 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 a, it's a really interesting discussion. There's two things to discuss, isn't there? There's just Freddie Draper specifically from a player development perspective, or whether he's going to be used in our squad. But there's also that right wing back position. I think's fascinating because mm. one way you look at it, we've got Les Sorensen, we've got Alicia Hui, we've got Jay Ben, and we've got TJ Oma that can all play there. And if it's decided pre-season, yeah, you're going to be part of the squad, and that's going to be your position. We've got four players. We don't need to sign one. Or we've actually got none because Les Sorensen's a midfielder, TJ's a centre-back, and the other two are going to either... Ben will be going out on loan somewhere in a hurry or stay at Drogheda. So we've either got four or zero. <laughs> very true. I mean, if you look at it in the extremes, then, yeah. <laughs> there, there are there are grey areas in there, Chris. <laughs> well, there's a one, two, and a three as well, of course. But, but I just think it's interesting because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know what reception no. is. I think we... You know, I'd be... I'd love to see Last to be our starting right wing back. I think he's made the position his own towards the end of the season. Just yeah. interested to see whether that was an end of season thing, and you know he wants to continue to be a centre midfielder, or whether he's you know really enjoyed that and feels he can have a good career in that role. Yeah. Um, and if he's seen as our starting wing back, then we just need someone to go and challenge him. 
And then you think, well, Jay Ben or Ahui is a young a young player that's going to kind of be happy to be in and out the team and to you know to be on the fringes and and, and get the opportunities now and then. Well, that's perfect. And that saves us of going out to buy somebody. Mm. So I think it's really interesting. Um, I expect to see Ben in and around the squad for pre-season and then go out on loan towards the end of pre-season yeah. Yeah. once we have decided what we're doing Absolutely. from a first-team yeah. perspective. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we like Charlie said, we're going to have to wait until the, the, the transfer window kind of opens and gets going a little bit. Mm. Um, the understanding at the moment is that there's not necessarily going to be anything this week, um, which is fairly obvious because it's Friday as we're recording. This. <laughs> but um, the, the understanding is that, you know, there may be something towards the middle of next week, depending on how things go. So, um, yeah, I think if I'm, am I right in thinking that it officially opens on the 15th, the window? That rings a bell. Chris is nodding, so I think that's... that's... I just always assumed it was the, the 1st of July. I didn't realise that it was... A... Contracts end on the, I know contracts on the 30th contracts end of June. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why... So, but I believe the actual that's transfer window opens a couple of weeks beforehand. Right. Yeah, it so doesn't really of... matter because... Yeah, because, well, essentially... Because deals are in place already or the talks are going yeah. already. And it's I mean, just if, if you're talking about that, you, you know, you, if you want to get really nitty-gritty about it, you know, you've got your two weeks notice period and all that. But anyway... Yeah. Um, so that's that. Um, talking of pre-season, we do have a few pre-season fixtures in place. Um, one that I very briefly spoke to Charlie about beforehand that he is considering going to, which is ludicrous. Um, are, you is... Stock, are you after the Stockport game, Charlie? I missed this if it is the case. I might try. I, I, am in Spain. I am in Spain at the time, but the yeah. problem is it's on the total offer side of Spain. So Spain fact... isn't Exactly a small place. No, it's no, quite no, large. It's, it's a 10-hour drive from where I am to Murcia. Um, <laughs> so, we'll... we'll, we'll t- it, a 10-hour drive. Or, I think you said it was a 14-hour round trip to watch what train, is essentially a yeah. training game. That yeah. would be dedication beyond the cause. It would be easier, actually, if I was here and not on holiday at the time. Because um, you could looked, fly directly I to the exactly. airport. I have I have looked at cancelling my holiday, but that's I just can't get a refund, so not worth it. Uh, a bit extreme. <laughs> like you can't. No one can criticise your dedication. Someone that went to every single game last season and you wanted to do a an away I really, trip in I, I really Spain pre-season. To, to, to be a European pre-season game last season, and um, we're out in we're out in Hungary last season for the. Um, for the pre-season tour sort of thing, but there was no fans allowed at the games because I was trying oh, to have yeah, conversations course, with people yeah. at the clubs to see if I could sneak into one of the games, but that wasn't an option. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd, I'd like to do it, but we'll see. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was on the 7th of July. So if you are, you know, if, if you, I tell you what, we've seen the analytics, we've seen that we do have some listeners in Spain, Charlie, so we might be able to get someone to help you out. Um, if you are in Spain and you want to be able to help Charlie out, get to the game, um, <laughs> get in touch, um, we'll see what we can do. Um, at the minute, there is a, a little bit of a gap on Tuesday the 11th, which is saying that it's apparently to be confirmed. So I don't know if that's the club have a game in, play, uh, in place or if that's just Gary speculating because again I'm reading from Gaz's article no no it's on the club's website is it oh okay fair yeah, enough so it's, they, they are putting a game in there excellent stuff um and then on Saturday the 15th of July um we are at Boston United at the Jakemans um and this feels like a decent enough time to mention that that would be a perfect opportunity to go and uh give a bit of a fan's 
appreciation, I guess, to uh, to Michael Boswick because Michael Boswick has signed for Boston United, which. I mean, we we briefly talked about it in our group chat. That's a hell of a signing for it Boston. Really, it really is, yeah. A League Two winner dropping down, yeah. well, effectively three divisions from where he would have been this season yeah. to National League North. Yeah. I know Boston uh, have um, done something really interesting this summer um, with their structure. So they're a, traditionally a, a just a semi-professional club, and they and it's quite common these, these days for those clubs that are kind of on the that want to eventually aspire to be a National League club, and they they kind of go in hybrid. So they're not fully professional, but they're not fully semi-professional. It's kind of like a little mix yeah, of the two. That. And um, yeah, so they, they got rid of almost their whole squad in, in the end of the season. And then oh, I wow. think they only kept one player on. And yeah, they've, they've made some interesting signings at that level. But of course, no no more interesting than, than Mr. Boswick. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's just a... It, it's a crazy signing. And it is. I think it might have been... I can't remember who it was. It might have been Jack. It might have been... Uh, Ali on Twitter that said, you know, it was um, it, it, it's the trend of Michael Boswick moving somewhere because it's close to his house. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I, don't, to... I, can, I don't blame him. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> apparently he him. chose he chose us over some Championship clubs or League One clubs because he lived nearby. It's like, yeah, fair enough. That's that's great. I mean, you can it... just tell he's doing it for the love of. Because he just enjoys playing football, then absolutely, it's yeah. all it is. He just enjoys it. He sees it's a hobby. Yeah, um, he's really good at it. I'm not 100 percent sure if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I was told by um, somebody at the club a couple of years ago uh, a brilliant story about Bozzy, um, in that he always used to travel to games on his own. Um, it was it was kind of rare that he'd get on the on the coach, um, and he had this battered old Honda Civic um, that that he drove everywhere. Um, and he uh, apparently won game like he <laughs> on the way um, a panel fell off the car and he just kind of stopped the car, picked the panel up, threw it in the back and carried on. <laughs> it's like that, that just epitomizes him, doesn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I was half expecting him to say he got a rivet and he headbutted it in properly. <laughs> um, you know, the story that Gaz likes to spin about him living in a little log cabin on a, on a big lake is just it's perfect for me. That's that's kind of what uh, what I'd expect. Apparently, he's a big gamer as well. Good lad. Yeah. We need an AI generated. Yeah, he gets, he gets better. <laughs> I think yeah, we'd have, we'll have to speak to Gaz about that because yeah. I know he, he does do a few of them, doesn't he? But uh, so yeah, uh, if you want to, if you want an opportunity to see me probably fangirling over Bozzy, um, uh, that's on the fifteenth of July at the Jakemans. Uh, the twenty second of July, we are away at Crew. Um, 25th of July, which is a Tuesday, we're away at Grimsby, and we discussed this. Apparently, this is the hottest day of the year so far. So, whether you fancy the smell of last year, was it? Oh, sorry, yes, it yeah. was. It was the hottest day of the year last year. Was was when we were away at Grimsby, um, uh, which uh, yeah, you know, if, you, if the smell of warm fish appeals, um, and then we have Rotherham at home on Saturday, the 29th of July. So, the 29th of July, first. Well, first announced pre-season friendly. Um, so that could be uh, a good one. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mmm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, what should we talk about next, folks? Should we talk about clothing or should we talk about transfer rumours? Oh, I think transfer rumours are going to keep everyone on board for a little while. Or do we tease the transfer rumours? Oh, well, this say, is... Stick oh, around. This is a salesman in your career, well, well, isn't it? Well, <laughs> it's going to be really interesting because when they get announced, what shirt are they going to be wearing, Ben? Well, they... <laughs> oh, Charlie, that is a segue. That is a... I mean, yeah. You're an actual... Um, I'm learning, I'm learning. <laughs> I still I still haven't got it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, obviously, this season's home shirt is uh, is now out. It is available. Um, it kind of got teased a little bit uh, where they the club announced that Branston were staying as the sponsors. I think a few people noticed that uh, the, the Branston logo was, you know, was black in the middle, um, as opposed to last year, where if I recall, it was all green. There was a little green accent on it, on the yeah. S, wasn't there? Yeah, and I mean, it looked different anyway when they they teased it because they said, well, they weren't the black pinstripes either side of the uh, the main stripes on the shirt. Uh, but yeah, the the club have gone with oxen, which suddenly explains why everybody at the live podcast was wearing an oxen hoodie. Um, we had to be I, quiet about that, didn't we, Charlie? We, we, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that that's kind of one of those moments where um, they, they, you know. In fairness, Chris and Charlie were even quiet to me and Gaz about it. Well, me at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, who were? We didn't sell. We didn't, even, we didn't even speak to each other. There you go. <laughs> so uh, I never speak to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, obviously, Oxen are the new shirt suppliers, and I think there was a little bit of uh, a little bit of consternation I saw on social media about it. Some people were not necessarily happy. Um, you know, kind of suggesting, well. Some of the big boys in the division are going with Nike or, you know, Adidas or whoever. Um, I quite like the fact that we've gone with somebody that gives us essentially full control over what the shirt looks like. Well, th- well, this is the thing, because we got we got provided with the reasoning um, by Liam. Um, mm-hmm. And the yes, there were obviously plenty of other, other options. I won't name any of the manufacturers, but you can think of all the big manufacturers. Mm-hmm. They're all everybody was on the table as an option but it all boiled down to exactly what you said there were there was one in particular um rather large manufacturer who was only going to give us sort of three different templates that we could work from i think is what liam said once it chris yeah um, something like that yeah yeah it's basically and, really limited the freedom of the yeah. design and also the quality so for example things yeah. like we've got an embroidered badge again now rather than a oh, that's the best like that. thing that is exactly. the best thing so it's like there was there was sort of the the thing of why go for the name if all you're getting in that deal is the name it just wasn't worth i know because i think the way liam put it was why should we be sort of small fish big pond when Mm -hmm. we can now go to go to ox and be one of their sort of flagship footballing 
yeah. football clubs. You know, I know they've only got Doncaster as well. Yeah. You know, we can mm. really help them and they can help us and it could be a really good partnership for the future. There's, It's much better than going ahead and being at the bottom of some stockpile list in, in Nike. I know, um, give you a little example, MK Dons, they're with uh, Castor, mm-hmm. I believe it is. And I have heard stories that their goalkeeper shirts that hope that were supposed to be on sale this season are somewhere in the back of a warehouse still in a Castor warehouse somewhere and haven't wow. actually, you know, last seasons and never actually went on sale because they got lost. It's like that's, that's the incredible. sort of service you're going to get if you go to some massive yeah. club as a as a league massive brand as a league one club. So I mean, <laughs> no need. I think the thing is, like the, the the template argument there is is for me the the swing. Like mm. you can go to a Nike factory outlet and you can buy, you know, fifty shirts for a Sunday league club. Uh, uh, all of their, you know, if if you've got a, a mid link, so you, a youth league club, for example, you can go out and you can buy fifty shirts for your under sixteen, your under fifteen, your under fourteen, your under thirteen. You can give them to them and say, right, there are your shirts. And in theory, they will be exactly the same shirts as the ones that get delivered for the clubs that you know have deals in place where they will get a template. Mm-hmm. It just won't have the sponsor across it, or it won't necessarily have. You know, well, it won't have the club badge on it. You know, and, and, and for me, that's that that is where it feels a little bit cookie cutter. Um, you know, and I I don't like that about you know as much. You know, I know Gaz absolutely despises the uh, was it the, the 2017, 2018 shirt or twenty eighteen nineteen? Sorry, um, with the, uh, with the little chevrons. Yeah, with the chevrons yeah. on the side of the thing. I I know Gaz despises that shirt. But it was unique. Like, it, no, I'm, with, I'm with Gaz on this one. We're, we're still talking about it now, aren't we? I'm not. So, you know, I'm often, not, the, I'm, often the shit ones are the ones that stick in your mind. There's that not bloody horrible like purple one, be one and the green and the yellow one. Years. But we yeah. still know. I, I know off the top of my head. I couldn't tell you what we had on. You know, in in the year 2000 as our away kit yeah. or whatever. But I know the. I remember the really bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm not saying that. You know, I'm not defending it. Like, yeah. <laughs> At the time, I was like, oh, it's a new Lincoln shirt. I'll buy that. But it wasn't great, was it? But, like, you know, you can remember that as, as well, obviously, I just said 2017, 18. But, yeah, it was 2018, 19. Um, you remember the the, the the weird shirts, but it was unique. That was kind of our shirt. Um, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a thing that is specifically for Charlie and Chris here. But I am holding the shirt now because I've, I've, I took delivery of mine today. Um and yeah i am genuinely really impressed with it like you know we haven't been sponsored by the club or anything like that like, this is just my own opinion but if the club it. would like to provide us with a free shirt i'm sure we'll happily <laughs> agree to it happy. <laughs> <laughs> um but like yeah the material is thicker like the, the the actual you know the actual shirt material itself is thicker um i know that last season like if you wore something underneath the shirt that was patterned like sometimes the pattern would come through that doesn't happen with this it's kind of you know it's quite opaque the the badge is embroidered which is as chris said one of the key things that i think a lot of people had complaints about was the iron on badge because it it tended to fall off quite quickly um and something that i haven't seen since the black uh away kit where sports tv was the sponsor um so I want to say that was yeah oh three oh four I think the side the side panels on the shirts are actually mesh oh nice 
Um, so the black trim on the side is actually mesh. So we're, we're going to be able to see quite quickly or determine, shall we say, quite quickly who's got hygiene issues at the at the, uh, at the games. Um, but also there's like a little uh, panel at the bottom um, and that is sewn on as well. So there's nothing, you know, there's nothing ironed on. Everything is sewn. Everything is, you know, woven, embroidered, however you want to put it. Um, but let's talk about the design. I mean, it, you know, it's red and white stripes. You can't really go too far wrong with it. 2018, 19 aside. Um, you know, what are our initial thoughts on the kit? Uh, Chris, I'll come to you. I just think it's really smart. I'm yep. not a massive football kit person. You know, I, I like kits, but I don't, you know, I don't, I don't collect them and I'm not massively into them. I rarely buy a current shirt. I quite like the retro ones that they put on sale. I've got a couple of those, but yeah, I rarely actually buy a current shirt. Um, and I'm definitely going to get this one. I just, I just really like it. I think it's, I think it's really smart. Um, I think they've done a great, a great job. Just quickly on, um, on, you know, what we've seen in terms of people's reactions. I think there's two things that stuck in my mind. Firstly, there was a bit of negative reaction when it was Oxen and people were going, who the bloody hell are they? You know, why are we, you know, going to a, a nobody um, brand until the person has then gone and bought their shirt or had delivery of it. And then I haven't seen a bad word from anyone who's actually got the shirt. Yep. Everybody's been really chuffed with it, impressed with the design, but also more importantly than that, impressed with the quality, as you mentioned. So, yeah, I think that's a really good, a really good sign in terms of, you know, actually the physical product is what it's all about. Who cares about what the name is? Um, but in yeah. terms of the design, um, I think it's, it's got a bit of a, a bit of a retro feel to it, I think. Yeah, uh, the, the, and I, that... I really like it. I just the, I, like, the... I like those style of shirts anyway. So, yeah, it, it's the 92, 93. They put the retro shirt out, didn't they? With the... yeah like the swirls on the on the actual shirt and that the the the, sh- the sort of piping on the on the shoulders is is very reminiscent of that um yeah i, I mean I'm, I'm a big fan of it charlie what, what about yourself I, I i love it i really like sort of black outline sort mm-hmm. of trim like last season Same. having the sort of sort of the black trim on the red and white stripes um, yeah I, I love that um i'm kind of the same as chris i'm not a massive sort of football kit fan i don't wear them unless i'm going to the football you know i don't buy other teams european kits or anything like that mm-hmm. but I, considering there is very little that you can do when it is red and white stripes yeah what they've done is it's good yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. yeah they, they've made it yeah nice but they've also made it mm. different enough from yeah. last season and the season before so you can justify buying a new shirt yeah. Which is all, let's be honest, from a, like a commercial perspective, that's all you need to do, like you say. There's only so much you can do with the red and white <laughs> yeah. stripes. Yeah. Um, but to make it different enough from the season before to justify people spending it and actually, you know, you're never going to please everyone. There's going to be someone listening that goes, well, I bloody ate it. And that's fine because it's it's impossible that to please everybody. You know, um, there'll, be, there'll be someone listening that absolutely adored the awful kit that we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that we won League Two in. So, so I mean, you know, let's, it's, let's it's be each fair, their like... own, isn't it? As long as Lincoln City play in red and white at Central Bank, that is going to be the key thing. Like, if they yeah. sudden, you know, if, if next year they turn around and go, oh, by the way, we're changing to Shrewsbury colours, you know, like <laughs> blue and amber, everyone, and I mean everyone, would kick off. Like Lincoln of City, would, in red as, and white. as they should. <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, that will never happen anyway. Well, so. no, it won't. Um, no, I don't know. You got all these Americans coming on board. Now. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, but, play- the, but the golden share, Charlie. The well, golden well, share. Of course. <laughs> Next season, we're playing red, white, and blue. There we go. Um, 
um, so there we go. New shirt is on sale now. Um, obviously, you know the, uh, the the away shirt and the third shirt has essentially been confirmed. Um, we will wait and see on that one. Um, I imagine Charlie and Chris are currently keeping their mouths very firmly shut on that. Not because seen, not I haven't seen, seen it. I'm nope, afraid. Not seen it. No, not allowed to say <laughs> not anything not because it. I haven't. <laughs> I can't say anything because Fair I don't have anything I, to say. I have literally just had a message from uh, my wife who is in her office room and she can hear the, my half of the conversation. Um, obviously, where I've said that we wouldn't necessarily move to blue and amber, she has replied and said, you'd still buy it, you shirt whore. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, can't can't say I wouldn't. Anyway, um, <laughs> right, couple of, uh, well, one big transfer rumour at the moment um, is apparently we are in the market for Alistair Smith, um, currently at Sutton United. Um, I believe his contract is up at the end of the season or at the end of the month. Yep. Um, so he basically is, is free to go wherever he likes. It would appear that we are on the list, shall we say. Um, sounds like a, you know an exciting player. I think he, he got, uh, was it 24 goals last season? Uh, no, sorry. Why did I say twenty-four? It's his twenty-fourth birthday. That was it. Sorry, I was looking at the. I was looking at his. I was looking at his Twitter, and it said twenty-four. I was like, "Why is he t- what?" And yeah, he was showing a picture from celebrating a goal. But no, sorry, got five goals last year. Not quite twenty-four. Uh, five goals, three assists last season, um, and uh, yeah. So that's with a couple of months out injured. So. Um, yeah, sounds like a, a an exciting move. Um, if it comes off, Charlie, I'm going to come to you because I think you, you you sort of had a look at this one a little bit. Yeah, so I, I sort of checked him out. He seems so. I'm not exactly sure where in the midfield it is he necessarily plays. I think he's slightly further back, isn't he? I don't think he's necessarily a he's, ten. He's very much a box to box midfielder. Yeah, so a really kind of energetic um, kind of eight, really. Uh, so if we are going to stick with our same system, he would be playing next to Ethan Irohan, who's yeah. going to be holding ship, and you'll expect to see Alistair Smith kind of being in both boxes at times. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he seems like he's more than capable of being able to get forward. A couple yeah. of shots couple of shots a game was sort of what he was doing last season um, with some decent success rate, you know, five, five goals, and I think it was three assists mm-hmm. off the top of my head in the league. Um, you know, so only three yellow cards, if that's something you're worried about. Um it seems like he's done well for Sutton in uh, in that league. Well, he was voted as the uh, the young player of the year um, yeah. for Sutton over the season, and I think he got a couple of player of the month awards as well. So, so to do, and you know, like you say, to do that when he also had a bit of an injury, he only started uh, thirty games. I think it might in fact, it might have even been less than that. Uh, Twenty seven starts he had last season in wow. the league. You know, so it's not like he's been playing. Every every minute of every game. So to be getting sort of season long accolades like that for a player that has only really been playing in half of the matches is really impressive. Mm. So it seems like if we bring him in, he we could have a bit of a good decent player on our hands. And if he's able to complement Ethan Arahan really well, then that's exactly what we need. Because obviously we we now know that Matty Virtue is not going to be a Lincoln player next season. Mm-hmm very much what some people may be suspected as soon as Blackpool were relegated. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hardly surprising. So there's going to be a big void to fill and he's going to have to, he's going to hopefully have to fill that. Um, but it doesn't seem 
doesn't look like it would be a bad signing if it was to happen. Absolutely. I mean, he, he looks like he's a, a bit of a unit as well. He's a, he's a very mm. tall lad, isn't he? Um, Chris, I mean, your take on this one, I'm sure you've, you've got your, uh, you've got your databases and your spreadsheets to back it up. <laughs> um, I'm, I was delighted to see that we was in Friars Um It's not, I'm not going to, I don't want to pretend that I've, uh, you know, I know every single player in league two, because I absolutely don't, but there's, there's just, you know, when you, when you, look at so much football or you kind of take an interest in, in various podcasts and statistics, those outliers really stand out. And he's someone that on, certainly from a Sutton perspective, that they fully expected to to kind of leave at the end of the season because he's outgrown them. I think that's what um, the guy that Gary interviewed. Was Gary yeah, I've got, the, well. I've got the piece up now, yeah. actually. He sort of um, said that, you know, he's, he's, he's outgrown the club. Yeah. And he's just exactly the sort of player I, I like. It's not necessarily saying... That it fits in with the model or anything like that. I just I like the style of player who comes to a professional club. It was only a League Two club. It was only Mansfield. Um, goes out to Nash to non-league, and one or two things will normally happen if you go into non-league. You don't quite make it at your parent club. You either stay in non-league forever, um, and you kind of just 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 flit around different clubs from there, or your quality shows, and you start to kind of come back up the leagues again and, and what he's done. He went out on loan to Loughborough Dynamo, Kettering, Frickley, and then Altrincham um, when they were in the National League. Played 30 games for them. Um, was off the new deal, the season that Sutton went promoted from the National League to League Two. Um, and he, he chose to go there. Was their top goal scorer with eight goals. And then, yeah, like I said, scored five last season in, in fewer games. And yeah, he's not a goal scoring midfielder. He's not a 10. He's not a Danny Mandruyu type that's going to be kind of getting on the ball and, and, and trying to make things happen. He's going to be a real a real energetic and, and kind of physical box-to-box um, midfielder. And oh, we haven't signed him yet, let's make that clear. But <laughs> I remember something that, that Mark Kennedy mentioned when he was quizzed about um, signings towards the end of last season. And he says there's one thing that he wanted to add to the squad, which was physicality and, and, and energy. You know, he wanted to put size and physicality into the team. Um, and this this player it, it absolutely... Looks like a perfect- Absolutely fits the bill in that regard. So yeah, I'm really excited about this. I really, really hope this comes off more than more so than a lot of those other rumours that have kind of been banded about. I do feel a lot of those might have been just kind of um, agent talk or just those crap Twitter handles that um, pages that don't know anything. Um, <laughs> Former agent six four three or whatever. yeah, exactly yeah. yeah. But this one really makes sense to be honest, and it's yeah, it's, of all the ones I've seen. Um, this is the one that really interests me, to be honest. Well, I mean, when you look at, you know, if, if we're looking at playing five-two-three, you want those two, you, you want that two in the middle to be kind of, you know, a little bit dynamic and a little bit, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You want that stability and you want that, um, the energy there. Obviously, yeah. you know, we've signed Ethan Arahan. He is, as Chris once said, the best footballer in the world. <laughs> Um, we then also, he's nodding, it's very true. Um, we then also, you know, the person that sits alongside him, like you expect Ethan to sit back a little bit, you expect him to be the line between the back four and the opposition midfield, essentially. You know, he's going to be the the first line of defence more than anything else. That partner in that, you know, the partner role for that needs to be somebody, in my opinion, that is a bit more, like you say, box to box with a bit of physicality. And it sounds like this is almost like the puzzle piece that's just kind of dropping into place it's like yep cool i i'd yeah the more i read into it the more i think this is probably going to be a really good signing i'll be brutally honest 
know, don't surprise many people to know. I didn't know a huge amount him before we started hearing all of these rumors, but like looking into it a little bit more, I think, yeah, this this could well be, um, you know, an exciting signing on paper. So, let's again, can I just add one, one small thing mm-hmm. because I know there's nothing's perfect and there's always a negative associated with every rumor and every eventual transfer, and you know. The only the only real criticism that there would be is he's, he's not proven proven in League One, is he? you know he's 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 been in non-league and done well, come up into into League Two and done well, but he's, he's unproven at, at League Two. And some people think you know we're we're getting further and further away from League Two, and are we shopping in the right areas trying to get players out of League Two? So I suppose the only for anyone that's wondering that and and thinking well, why haven't they spoken about that, I'd just kind of like to raise you, Paulie O'Connor. <laughs> uh, who has settled into League One like Dr. Water. Now, he has obviously played in League One before, but you know he, he was primarily a League Two central defender. Um, and he's, I mean, he's there was Paulie O'Connor, there was also Ben House. Well, that's a National League player, absolutely, yeah. So, but, you know. Yeah, there's so many because we don't we just don't sign players from League One, really. It's, no. it's not really a thing that we do. You don't really sign them in yeah, the same way. We either sign those players that have, have, are kind of up and coming from the league below or those players that are End of pathway. At, there we go. End of pathway at the end of Oh, that's the uh, first time I've said that for ages. For quite a while, actually. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. <laughs> is that purely um, because I had them in a podcast recording? In <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it'd be an interesting one to see uh, to see what happens there. Um, I would like to think it does. But again, we'll have to see. Um, it may be something that we'll be talking about if we do a podcast next week. Um, again, I think the I think the window opens on Thursday, and we usually record on Thursdays. So, yeah, it, it may be an early one. If not, then uh, you know we'll have to see. But if not, there could always be some free agent talk and a podcast soon. Yeah. Yeah, Chris is probably going to be the one that's got the uh, the access to the most databases on that one. Uh, so, but no, we'll not, see. You know what? Not not specific. I haven't I have I haven't seen a huge amount actually, apart from um, our pod today. Like I said, I've kind of disengaged with uh, the wider football world somewhat. Um, okay. So so I'd be really looking forward to kind of getting back into it. Like I said, we've had a couple of bits and bobs on in the background with with rugby and and some other just life admin. Um, mm. So actually, when I always feel like, you know, it's actually been a few weeks now since our season finished, doesn't it? Mm. And mm. as soon as transfer the window opens and you start to see those really strong rumours, like, hey, here we go, it's next season now. And, yep. uh, and yeah, they're kind of, it just rekindles things in some much, doesn't it? So, yeah, we'll happily Absolutely. look at some of them. It's been a month. Yeah. I did not realise it had been that long. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it's yeah. when it starts to suddenly creep up on you, like, oh, Christ, it's been, it's been a while. I mean... I know Gaz put in his blog about the shirt, like you know, that he, he he thought it was an early release, but then he said he remembered the uh, that there was one season where we played the last game of the season in the following season's home shirt. You know what? That used to be a real thing, didn't it? I yeah, I I think it was more than not one. just here, but at, at lots of clubs. Yeah, I think Premier League teams are doing it again now, aren't they? Oh, are they? Are they? I believe, okay. Yeah, I believe Man City and Arsenal both did it. Um, okay. I'm not I mean, on that, let's be honest. We all knew the reason that Arsenal had gold piping on, you know, <laughs> gold detailing on it their was, shirt this was, season. It was to 
anniversary of the Invincibles had nothing to do with <laughs> the fact that back in March it looked like they'd win the league. Um, but no, the the one season that I do remember that was the ninety six ninety seven season because uh, the last game of the season I was the mascot and I got to be the first mascot to wear that shirt. Um, but I didn't get to keep it, which was incredibly annoying. Um, but anyway, yeah. So moving on, next bit of news um, before we disappear. Uh, because we are getting on 45 minutes. We said we'd probably hit 30 to 45. We're doing well. Chris is on. Um, so the uh, the next bit of news, Ireland Under-21's uh, squad has been announced and, of course, features two imps. Um, first one is Sean Rowan. Not too much of a surprise there. He's been kind of in and around the picture for a while. But probably the second one that I think we're most surprised about is Dylan Duffy. Um you know, kind of shocked quite a few of us by coming in and having a, a real impact towards the the back end of the season. Um, you know, scoring uh, one or two. I can't remember. Did he get two or one? I know he got yeah, at least he one. Got one. He got one against Wickham. Yeah, he got he got the goal at Wickham in the header. He got an assist as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but either way, he's, you know, he's done. He came in and he had a bit of an impact. Um, but it's great to see that, you know, he's been picked for the uh, under-21s. Republic of Ireland squad. Um, Chris, thoughts? Well, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's really good. Um, so, like you say, uh, Sean Rowan was fully expected. He's a pretty established League One player now. Um, and as far as I'm aware, um, I could be, you know, please please correct me. Um, I'm sure someone will if, if I'm wrong here. I don't think Duffy has, has appeared for them before or hasn't actually appeared for any under first in Ireland yeah. before. Yeah. Um, so what that shows is the powers that be in the Irish FA or the FIA have um, have really noticed what he's what he's done in his short time with us. It, it shows that he's. I feel like he's kind of ahead of schedule. Um, mm. he, he really he really impressed towards the end of the season. Um, we always we said when we signed him in January. Remember what Ben House did? You know mm-hmm. he had a couple of appearances towards the end of the season, and then and then now look at him. I'd argue that Dylan Duffy actually had a, had a greater impact on our squad this season than Ben House did last season. Oh, 100%. Um, and if that's anything to go by, then then we've got a hell of a player <laughs> yeah. on our hands. Um, it was, just kind of went under the radar a little bit, didn't he? And I think it's fully yeah. justified and fully deserved. Yeah, um, yeah. He, re- he really did stand out in those games um, that he played and you know he, he took his opportunity with both hands, really. So mm-hmm. I'd be really interested to see whether he gets any game time. Mm-hmm. And and if he does, then, then, then fantastic. And you know if he can go and become established in that setup like he has... Um, like Sean Rowan has, um, then it'd be it's just all good for the club, isn't it? And it's just justification of the club's transfer policy as well. I think, yeah, we it's so easy to bash the bash the recruitment team when we when something goes wrong, and it's very rare that anyone goes, oh, actually, yeah, well done, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I'm aware, there was no one else in for Dylan Duffy last January. Um, and there was a couple of players that we've heard of that we kind of we, we kind of lost out on or in the past that have gone to other clubs. Um, the, the fullback that went to Sunderland in the end, I forget his name, was one that really stands out. Um, but Dylan Duffy, as far as we're aware, was someone that, you know, we've clearly seen something in that, that, that other clubs haven't done. And yeah, fair play. Credit where it's due. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm guessing there's probably not a huge amount to add to that one, Charlie, other than, yes, it is good. Yeah. it. You said it was sort of a bit of a shock. Kind of wasn't. I'm not surprised too much that he got called up at all, purely for the fact that, like like Chris very much said, 
he didn't just look comfortable when he played mm. the, in the second half of this season. He looked good. He looked. He yeah. stood out. He stood out as a top player in that side, even in games where we were comfortable winning, even in games where we were losing. He just looked good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm glad that he's got the recognition that he definitely deserves. And I think, like I said, next season we've, we could really have a player on our hands. If we've got him, Danny Mandroy, who lives up to the potential that we know that he can play at, then we could have a really, really exciting front three. Absolutely, and yeah, I think uh, I, I think the the wording that you said there, Chris, about the you know the project, um, Gaz was uh, Gaz did his dog walk in the in the week, and I think we we said in there that um, it it seems to me like Duffy is that kind of project player that's come in and has suddenly you know jumped way ahead of where everybody thought he'd be. Um, you know, maybe we were looking at bringing him in, you know, early part of next season into the first team or something like that. But he has just come on leaps and bounds in whatever, you know, setting it is back, you know, behind the scenes. Um, and I think, yeah, he's he's definitely in contention for a first team spot next season. Where that is going to fit, we don't necessarily know. We're not going to know the full picture until the, uh, until the transfer window closes, but yeah thoroughly impressed with him and it's it's just great to see um a few more players getting you know we're you know getting that recognition and and getting a chance to represent the country at uh, whatever whatever level it would be so um but i think that's about it um what else did we have on the agenda i don't think that was it was uh what was it that was it that was it yeah that was about it yeah um, the only other thing is is obviously the news about you know uh, I think Sheffield Wednesday um, potentially looking to take on Regan Poole. My understanding is that there was something put in place or something discussed quite a while ago for for Regan, um, and you know it was it was an an inevitability. Um, but wherever he goes, I, I'm you know he'll, he'll leave with everybody's best wishes from the club. Oh, and absolutely. All supporters, I'd hope. Yeah, the only reason he wasn't offered a new deal is because. We Everyone knows him. he's off to bigger and better things, and he's he's fully earned it and deserves it. I wish him all the very best. Absolutely, he'll be, he'll be he's a ready-made championship player, isn't he? He'll slot into yeah, any side in the championship. Um, yeah, hundred percent, like a duck to water, really. So there we go. That is episode number two hundred and sixteen of the Stacey West podcast in the books. I don't think there's anything else that we need to talk about. Anything we need to plug? Anything we need to discuss? Is there? Um, I don't think so. No. Congratulations to Gary. Yes. Wedding. And unfortunate for Fee, but <laughs> apart from that. So yeah, so yeah, he's 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 been greedy, isn't he? He got married last week, and he's getting married again on Saturday or next Saturday. Yeah. How dare he? Okay. See, that's the thing. I'm 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 sat here going like, why are you congratulating? Oh yeah, he got married, didn't he? Because it hasn't happened for me yeah. yet. Yeah, because yeah. it, it hasn't in happened our, yeah. for me yet. It's his wedding on next Saturday, where we're next actually going to go there Gary's and wedding. see yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it's actually official. He can't escape it now. It's officially he is, he officially, is officially married, a married man. Yeah, uh, yeah. So big congratulations to him. But yeah, Absolutely. we're going to have a big old party next Saturday. Yeah, but I tell you what, we'll see you all, or he, or you'll all hear us again. Yeah, we did then. say we did say that we'd try and do it on the stag do, but I think we should try and get something recorded nine beers deep next week. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. And put it out as some sort of special podcast. Special being like the opposite add, word. I haven't had. A drink of alcohol since our cup final win. 
uh, which, which is four weeks ago now, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah, and I nothing, I haven't had a drop. So I am going to have zero tolerance. It'll be a month when it's when it's uh, when it's when it's his wedding. Uh, so that'll so be, be fun. Stum- you'll be stumbling around the garden, <laughs> all uh, and all I'll be drinking. Hey. <laughs> face first and face down in the garden. Yeah. Um, so cool. No, that's it. Um, again, I'm not sure what the plans are for next week. If there is big news, we will obviously get a podcast out. If not, we potentially wait until the following week. Uh, in which case. I won't be here because I'm going to Denmark that week. Um, oh, you have to Legoland. Yes, I am. I'm going Fantastic. to I'm going to Billund in Denmark, and I'm sure about fifty percent of the people that listen to the podcast have just pissed themselves laughing, knowing that I'm going to Legoland. Um, but uh, yes, no, I'm I'm a couple of weeks time. I'm going to Billund, so I will not be here for that podcast. So hopefully. There's nothing incredibly major, um, but we'll sort something out. I'm trying my hardest to be so nice here, Ben. Mate, we haven't, I, I haven't been abroad for seven years. And the first time you go is to bloody Legoland. Absolutely. I fully respect it, I'll be honest. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you uh, when we see you next. And until then, up the imps. Up the imps. Up the imps. It's the 90th minute and all your mates around watching the imps on iFollow. You've got your McNugget share boxes on the go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, but then you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.